children's hour of... Okay, so tell me what you were just saying. Uh, Aaron has a speculum ah. that she bought. Aaron is my wife. And uh, she got it online. I don't know if we want to take the podcast there yet, Stephen. A long time ago, she got it online. And it's it's like... Have you seen The Clockwork Orange? Yes. Yeah, it's like the thing that they put in his eyes. It's like eye, ah, eye speculum. This is this is worse. And I don't know... Things are only going downhill. She, she It's so weird because she was wanting to buy it for no particular reason, but she kept arguing <laughs> with me about it like, but it's such a good deal. It's so cheap. <laughs> like, this is a speculum, an eye speculum, for $2.00. Can you believe that bargain? That's amazing. And I said... For when you went to... Yeah, you know. Torture. If we need to force a guest to watch something, we can now use... What is probably a used speculum that I was just playing with that was probably on a corpse or something. (laughs) (sighs) Someone who'd been forced to to watch Clockwork Orange. Oh, that'd be great. With speculums in their eyes. Force someone to watch a Clockwork Orange with speculums in their eyes. We only have one, though. So we can only... Force like a prolonged wink. <laughs> I can just picture him trying desperately to shut one eye. <laughs> no! Anyway, hi, Brendan. Wait, that's the end of the story? Like, there's no punchline reason why she actually wanted an eye speculum? No, she's just the kind of woman that would marry me. And as a result, <laughs> uh, amidst her jewelry-making equipment, there's just a speculum. <laughs> you never know when you'll need one. I do. I know that I will never need one. <laughs> There you go, but it was it was a very good deal. All right, so sorry that, that that's I should have told the story with a punchline, rather than there's a weird item that I'm looking at right now. Speaking of weird items that we're looking at right now, I think we should take this podcast to explain why there is no real podcast this week, and instead we're two giant wieners. That's a terrific segue, Brian. I know about junk. Speaking of weird items, I'm I'm really impressed. Anyway, uh, why is there no podcast this um, week? Because we're giant wieners that's that's as far as i got with that's that. it that's all we got yeah pretty much um brendan's moving i am moving um and all my you know the puppets that i usually use during the podcast are already packed as well as my imagination i i boxed that up yesterday so there's no imagination left over to do the podcast i also uh, packed up the artificial larynx that i use to do proctor davy right yeah this the, these golden pipes that you're hearing right now kids these are only used <laughs> in conversational if you use these to record the podcast they get torn up in two weeks you just you need commercial strength vocal cords when you podcast or it just comes out all muddy so brendan why don't you tell everybody about how uh you need to get on the internet and instead of going to starbucks like a normal person you're wanting to learn how to hack the the server protocols of the DNX. Yes, good, good. Instead bypass. of just putting this on Twitter like I did before, now we can have it on the podcast that literally dozens of people listen to. Right. Yes, I was trying to engage in a legal black hat hacking activity because I know that wired equivalent privacy is a very weak protocol and under the right conditions you can crack it in like three minutes, which is, you know, the, the security that most people put on their wireless networks. But it's looking like it requires me to do to put a small amount of effort into it, and so I'm probably not going to do it. So, Brendan, rather than doing what anyone else in the world would do, which is go to a coffee shop or some place that's... Working in a coffee shop all day sucks a... Uh, Well, I'm sorry, but that's ridiculous. It's not. I hate working in coffee shops. I've had to do it before. I'm going to hack the encrypted wireless networks 
You're you're a caricature of yourself. Also, it would make me feel like a badass. See that? Just come out and say that. <laughs> That's like a tertiary thing. Mostly, I just hate working <laughs> in coffee shops. You hate the smell of coffee. I kind of do, especially when I have to smell it all day, and I'm just like sitting there leeching their Wi-Fi, feeling guilty. You know, as a former barista. I mean, I'll drink a hot chocolate and maybe eat a croissant. You know, while I'm there. I mean, while they have their stupid music playing. Despite the fact that Kara says, Kara is my girlfriend, Kara says that I like to listen to barista music. I don't. I don't enjoy barista music. What is what is barista music? This sounds like you're maybe racist against baristas. <laughs> what, what do those people listen to, Brendan? It's music that is listened to by white people. It's the kind of music you listen to when you have blue hair and a lip ring, but are also sensitive. Okay, so when you live in Portland, Oregon... Which you do. Yeah. Isn't that like 94% of the like, population there has blue hair and a lip ring? Yes, and and 98% of them are white. So You're racist against blue-haired white people. It's, it's, a, very, it's a very coffee shop-heavy city. It's a very barista-heavy city. And yeah, did you know that, uh, A, in Portland, food service industry, unlike everywhere else, you get minimum wage, um, and B... Minimum wage is like eight fifty. What the crap? Seriously? I know, right? Yeah. So you get that on top of tips. People make their careers out of being waiters here. Wow. It is the like one step up from a welfare economy. So move to Portland. Yeah, I'm unemployed. I got nothing better going on. I'll go get the the mad waitstaff dollars. And you would play good music. I would. I would play things you like. Like, uh... You introduced me to massive self-indulgence. What'd you call them? <laughs> is that not what they're called? I don't actually listen No, I want to hear it again. Massive self-indulgence? Isn't that it? Close. What? You want to try again? I, I don't know. What are they called? It's mindless self-indulgence, Brandon. Oh, whatever. Massive self-indulgence. Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great band. They're a ridiculous, uh, over-the-top. That's great. I'm about to fall asleep while I'm driving yeah. through the night music, because it's just drums and screaming and and mm -hmm. it's very confusing and i will always associate them with P uh, pikachu for the rest of my life yes what else what are we going to talk about um i don't know we're at like eight minutes i think this is good we're done that's it that's our update well we get, people get this speculum stories and why brendan won't work in a coffee shop the, the secret about the show though is that it's about four times as long before i <laughs> edit it and take out all this, the gaps between our, you know, speaking. In case people don't know, our, our regular process is that I email Brendan my half of the audio mm. or upload it to an FTP now that we've got the, the new science. Yeah, now that we've leaped ahead to 1982 in uh, web <laughs> technology. So I use this these magical sciences and I, I, hack my, I hack my neighbor's wireless and I upload it. <laughs> Wait, you hack your neighbor's wireless and you're, you're jumping on me about oh, this? Oh, sure, man. I I pay for wireless and I hack it just to be a super elite hacksaw like you. <laughs> um, anyway, I I give I in some way put my file into Brendan's hands and he does all the fancy editing and he takes out the gaps in between and uh and makes them makes it sound like I'm uh multiple people instead of just it's me. It's a lot of it like yeah, that's the big, that's the reason I do it. And I, you know, bleep the cuss words and add the sound effects and stuff. Um, Bleeps most of the cuss words. I, I almost always bleep most of the cuss words. Yeah, if, you, if you're ever an early downloader yeah. of the Children's Hour of Knowledge, if, if you catch it within like an hour of being posted... There will be an uncensored f*** in there that's somewhere. That's the period where I'm frantically calling Brendan and being like, Brendan, someone said f***ing c*** bitch to 
Well, the great part is that I usually like uploaded it, you know, 12.30. It's just become Thursday on the West Coast. And, uh, you know, get it up there and collapse to bed. And then you get up the next morning and listen to it and text me. But I have left my phone plugged in overnight. And so I won't get it until like three o'clock your time. Yeah, so there's. So you really don't have to be that early at all. If you have a job, you've heard us cuss on the internet. But I will inevitably miss one word. Um. So yeah. Anyway, Brendan. Brendan does our editing. He's our editor. Yeah. So yeah, a, a lot of it I think does make the show better. But at some point, I wonder where I'm crossing the line into like. Um. Do you remember a webcomic called? <laughs> Vaguely, the name sounds familiar. Years ago, yeah, it was just like, just like a pencil webcomic with frightening Amazonian women and uh, skinny guys who looked like Egon from Ghostbusters. Okay. But uh, the guy who did it, like I looked at his comics, and you know, it was it was decent draftsmanship. It was very clean pencil lines. He apparently took like 16 hours per strip. This is a four-panel strip in, like, not even black and white in pencil. Wow. Because he would re he would like erase and redraw each panel dozens of times to make sure it quote flowed correctly because he was a crazy person. How okay, how long are you spending on an episode on average? It depends. Um it depends a lot on whether there's more than one extra character because I have to use a different track for each one. Um it depends on whether we do heavy music stuff like we did in the murder mystery episode and the uh and the old school Bert episode. Yeah. Um like, I'm getting to the point where I can, if we do nothing but Davey Bongo and one guest voice, no fancy sound effects, I can crank one out in, like, two, three hours. It often takes much longer than that. But, you know, I mean... Is that uninterrupted work, or is that distracted by the internet work? That's pretty much uninterrupted work. Dang, boy. Part of it, I think, is because I listen to the podcast repeatedly afterwards, and I start to pick up on things that nobody else will notice. Yeah. Like, in the second and third episodes, I was just doing, because I was having to boost your voice a lot back then. And whenever there was, like, a gap between lines, like an awkward pause or whatever, I would just silence it. Like, I would have, you know, half a second of silence. But if you listen to it very closely, you can totally tell what that's happening because there's what sound effects engineers call room tone in the background. Just right. a very soft hum that you don't notice until it's absolute silence. And so now I have, I have to make sure that there's room tone in every possible gap. <laughs> so that I don't irritate myself when I listen to it again. Well, and I know if, if we were using... We use the, the program Audacity to do our recording and editing, yeah. which is free, which is good. But uh, I know fancier audio programs have things where you can actually ignore... You can choose to ignore anything that is a certain level of volume on it. So Really? Yeah. So it'll take away clicks, leaning in your chair, anything that isn't obviously what you were trying to record. If it's a small enough audio, it, it'll just flatten that to, to silence. Yeah, yeah. And then that takes... Audacity has noise reduction, but it tends to make everything sound like, uh, you know, T-Pain, so... Oh. <laughs> oh, that T-Pain. <laughs> did you see uh, Kanye West perform on Saturday Night Live? I did not, because I don't watch Saturday Night Live, because Saturday Night Live is awful. You take it back. At this point, dear patient listeners, Stephen and I became engaged in an extended debate regarding the merits of current-era sketch comedy. We will spare you this, because if there's one thing nobody wants to hear, it's anyone else's opinion on whether Saturday Night Live sucks now. I'm also about to tell you that I'm 38 years old, followed by correcting myself to 28. I am, in fact, 27. Wow. You are down on the sketch comedies today. I, I'm down on sketch comedy as a form. I've written about this in my blog before, I think you'll find. We're all avid readers of Brendan's blog. Uh, I, I'm, I love it, and I'll... Probably, how old are you again? You're like 42? I'm 38. 38, that's right. 
Um, Brendan is not 38, by the way. I'm 28. Um, I, you may be get, also getting to that point where it's not for you anymore. <laughs> I heard. Uh, I know that sounds weird, but like You're aging me out of it. It, it is for 18-year-old boys. Saturday Night Live always has been, always will be for 18-year-old boys. As much you as know they... what though, so is Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and if I you know bothered to watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force anymore, I'm sure I would like it. I don't know. I think the first and second season are gold, and that's you know that's very much stoned pot, uh, stoned, stone pot student apparently, stone college student material. Pot student. I go to drug school <laughs> yes. to learn about pot economics. All right. <laughs> I'm fucking hungry. There we go, Brendan. That's our movie. <laughs> Pot School. <laughs> Starring uh, Jonah Hill in Pot School. Yes. We've got to start our own school. But the only thing we know about is pot. We should, we'll make a trailer for that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's on like 420 Street. Produced by Judd Apatow. This is the kind of shit that gets made, Brendan. We'll make $100 million. We're done. Of knowledge.